Hello everybody and welcome to what became the third highest listened to show that I've had on New Directions this past year. My name is Terry Runyon. Thank thank you for being with me once again for this revised New Directions podcast. In November, one week in November, things got very, very busy during the show. I remembered Veterans Day for one show. I meant to have a good friend of mine who had been in Topeka Radio with me to help remember veterans for that particular show. Wasn't able to get her. I was, however, able to get her for a second show that week. We caught up and had and had a few fun times and she even turned the tables on me for one show. I did not have that in the countdown, however. But she remembered a lot about the country legends. And I had mentioned that I was going to be talking about Roy Clark and the Oak Ridge Boys for the next show. She said, and I invited her to come on with me, but she said she'd talk too much and monopolize the time. So I did that show, remembering Roy Clark and the Oaks. And then all of a sudden, I get some news that wasn't totally unexpected, but it happened. We lost Roy Clark at age 85. And I felt kind of funny. My brother even got after me at one point. He said, you talked about him, and all of a sudden he passes away. I knew he was being angry with me, but that's the way I felt at the time, too. But in any case, I felt moved to do a fourth show that week. And that fourth show was in remembrance of the man who was my my guitar hero for many, many years. I would not be playing guitar to this day if it weren't for Roy Clark. And the lady that helped me remember him, a longtime friend, original Facebook friend too, Lonnie Novak. I have known Lonnie since 2009. It was so much fun to be able to catch up with her and I am forever grateful to her for being having the chance to sit in with me and help remember the man who was my guitar hero. Lonnie and I remember Roy when we come back. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of New Directions. My name is Terry Runyon, and if you haven't heard already, then I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that on Thursday of this week, we lost Roy Clark. He passed away from uh, complications of pneumonia at age 85. He led a very, very good life, and I don't know if I could put the words myself together as to how how much he is going to be remembered, so I actually brought a friend along to come and help me do that. Lonnie Novak's back with us. She was with us on the Monday edition, I do believe, talking about veterans. She said she talked about Roy Clark quite a bit. Here, my friend, is um, your chance to do so. Lonnie, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me on. Um, Roy Clark, wow, what an amazing man. You know, you grow up and you watch shows like Heat. You go, man, those guys are funny and they're great and they're so talented. And 
you know, if I could ever have a conversation with one of them, ever, in my life, I would be so, so good with that. And then it happens like a million years later, and I'm still stunned by the presence of Roy Clark in my life. No question about that. The man man was a guitar master in every sense of the word. He could do some things with the guitar that was me being as old as I was when I first watched him, maybe eight, nine, ten years old, whenever it was. Um, He seemed amazing to me. He became a guitar hero pretty much overnight. Well, uh, anyone who has seen a live Roy Clark show understands how amazing a musician that man was. The guitar, the banjo, the mandolin, I mean, everything he picked up and played, it, you just, it drops because he's one man and he's playing like it. Well, I don't even, even for me, I find it hard to find the words to describe um, Roy Clark's uh, genius playing instruments. He, you didn't see all of them that he would play at one time. The ones that I know I've saw, I used to see him just mainly when he was on Hee Haw originally, playing guitar and banjo mainly. Banjo, of course, at the beginning, guitar for one of his solos. But I did not realize until one time I had a chance to see him at Starlight Theater in Kansas City that I realized, holy cow, he plays fiddle too. Yeah. What the heck what the heck can't this can't this guy play? My gosh. And then when I got my big note guitar song I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I I'm just I'm chiming in. Go ahead. He had also and when I got my big note guitar songbook a number of years ago, he they mentioned also that he played mandolin, but also that he could get by on five others. You knew him better than I did, Lonnie. What instruments did he play besides those three? Um, Guitar, here's what I know of. Guitar, banjo, violin, mandolin. I've seen him play all of those. um, And I suspect that he could just pick up anything on the stage at any time (laughs) and play it. That's the impression I got. He's that amazing. And I think over the years from, you know, being a full-time musician, um, I I just can't imagine, you know, I just can't imagine being in his house one day, you know, maybe and hearing that banjo or hearing that guitar or mandolin. His musician genius, it just blows my mind. To to this day, it blows my mind. When I had seen... Pardon me once again. I had seen when Jerry Reed had released um, a CD a few years back, early 2000s, I think, called Pick, and they showed him with a lot of guitars all around him. I wonder sometimes how many guitars did Roy Clark own in his lifetime? He played a lot of different ones on stages through the years, too. Yeah, I I have known some guitar players in my life. Um, and a guitar player, Carrie Livgren, for instance, from Kansas, from the band Kansas. Um, I went out into his uh, studio one day, and I, in in an after, it would take me an afternoon to count the number of guitars in his studio. 
So I suspect most all guitar players um, were a lot like that. Uh, they they collected them and played them and collected them. I just had that impression about guitar players. The thing that I admired the most about him, and I think maybe you could agree with me on this one, was how humble a gentleman he actually was. I used to hear stop you. It. I'm sorry. I said, stop it. It's amazing. He he really honestly was. I used to. Um, Used to hear you and Chris mention about the legends, how easily accessible they were, and everything in between. And this guy would go out of his way. You've mentioned this, have you not? He used to take maybe five, six hours a night and sign autographs for people just because he was the kind of person to do that. Did I tell that story right, or what am I missing here? No, you're right. Um, Here's the thing. This is what blows my mind. And after meeting many legends over the years, I've come to the conclusion that wherever it is that these people came from, their roots, where they were raised, who they were raised by, um, is why they are the way they are, like the rest of us. Um, because I, it's hard for me to get my head around it sometimes. Um, Roy Clark, when I walked into the room at um, – um, Golden Eagle, um, when I went, walked into that room, he talked to me, and I had never met him ever. He had talked to me like we were neighbors, and we hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. That's how he spoke to me. And my it just blew my mind. Blew my mind. I'm like, I, I, I even said to him, Roy, I don't even have the words. You're, you're blowing my mind right now. He goes, well, come on over here and sit down and have dinner with me and Barbara. Okay, all right. Um, and still, my mind was so blown, I was just uh, sitting there trying to take it all in because you don't expect people who are, you know, who co-hosted or, or who was the fill-in host for Johnny Carson, first country star ever to do that, um, 30 million, or not 3 million, 30 million view, viewers of Hee Haw and all the shows he's done, you don't expect them to welcome you like that. You mentioned Hee Haw. We could talk about that show for at least a week, yeah. if not longer. <laughs> was has that show, show before its time? No, ma'am. There has not. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, I didn't think so. They, if I remember correctly, Lonnie, they had put that show out around the same time Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In was out. If if I remember yes. correctly, I think that's what they ended Hee-haw up doing. Debuted, Hee-haw debuted in 1969. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was right around the time of Rowan and Martin. <clears throat> Their Laugh-In, which was a huge hit, obviously hilarious show. Um, and I, I can't remember the exact story of the network wanted to take it off after a couple of years. Um and all this, the uh, turmoil they had going on at the show at one time, and then it goes on to run until 1997, 1969 to 1997, Hee Haw. I, I love the way that Buck and Roy ran Hee Haw, too, because they kept things going. 
they made they opened the doors to a lot of different um, musicians, singers, comedians, everybody in between. Curiosity: Who is still alive from Hee Haw? That is a do you good. Know? I do not know. I would. I, I'm thinking maybe nobody of the original. Um, gosh. I, 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 I don't know the answer to that, Terry. Uh, but it, that's, that's it, a, it can't be very many no big, if it's any at all. No big deal. I was just curious. I didn't know for sure. When, when, you, when you, th- you think of a show like that one and the fact they last, it lasted as long as it did, you wonder sometimes. That's why I was curious on that. Back to Roy. Yeah, I, and I don't, think, I don't think any of them are left, to be honest with you. I really don't. I'll tell you this uh, much. I want such a funny show. It was so funny. I remember laughing, laughing as a kid. You know, just laughing. They were funny. They were having a good time. You could tell they were having a good time. They were clean about it too. Yeah, yeah. It was a family show, no doubt about it. And I really believe that you saw a lot of genuine caring all over that show. When they ended the show the way they did, we love the time we spend with you and so on like that, you could tell they believed it. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and again, like you said, all the people, all the, the artists that came through their doors in that amount of time, thousands I mean that that on the stage of Hee Haw just it it it's just an amazing um, thing all by itself Hee Haw. It 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 really is, and I think honestly, I like Buck. He was a good singer and everything, but I think the person that really made that show click. We're going to get back to him now, my friend Roy Clark. He really, I think, did. I think he did as well, and um, he that big smile. That gigantic, big country smile of his, um, just amazing, just amazing. Um, I have thought of his wife a lot in the past 24 hours. You know, they had five kids. They I were didn't know that. Four. Yes, five children, married, get this, You were cutting out, Lonnie, I couldn't are you there? Say that again, my friend. I couldn't hear you. They, Roy and Barbara were married in 1957, and they mm-hmm. were married for 61 years. 61 wow. years. Wow. Now, that is an, um, uh, a feat all by itself to any couple anywhere, but to be uh, a uh, to have a superstar as half of that marriage, and of course Barbara had to be continually busy raising five children. Um, that blows my mind. Oh my gosh! I knew they were married a long time. I didn't realize it was that long. My goodness, sixty-one years over the last I mean, couple of days. I'm sorry, go ahead. Come on. I mean, you know, to make it 10 or 15 years blows my mind. 61 years, there's no way I can get my head around that. Nor, nor can I. That's 
that in itself is very, very remarkable. It's to me. It's it's beyond remarkable. It's um, they should receive a, a marriage award for that. Is Barbara still alive, by the way? Yes, she, she is. is. Okay. I did not realize. All right. What would be your favorite? We'll, we'll begin with vocal. What would be your favorite Roy Clark song? Um. The, well, the two his two hits uh, to me are equal. Um, yesterday when I was young, an awesome song, and uh, the just because of his sense of humor. Uh, thank God in Greyhound she's gone. Please, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'd say you and me both on that one. <laughs> that's when, funny. Thank God in Greyhound. Yeah, that one. And he always introduced that song, saw him many times live. He would always introduce that song as a most in-depth, most beautiful love song ever recorded and said, you don't trust me (laughs) a bit, do you? (laughs) (laughs) That's his sense of humor. It's just so, it's so genuine and so fun. Um, Yeah. I don't know how many shows, live shows Roy Clark has done. Um, uh, it, it, that he did in his career uh, as any country legend. They just do thousands and thousands and thousands um, of shows. And that, again, um, you almost expect performers and superstars and legends to have a personal attitude about meeting people, meeting radio people, meeting the general public, um, because they just meet so many people. Um and it just goes to the heart of who they are. They're so amazing. And they so still love to meet the people that bought their records in the 70s or still buying them. They love that. And I, it just makes my heart warm to know that they still love the love that they get on stage. And the, uh, after all, and I come. I came to the uh, understanding that they continue to do the shows because my first, almost always, question is, "Oh my God, you don't have to keep doing this." Well, they do it because they love it and they know it. And if they stop doing doing it, then what are they going to do? Well, they, in my mind, there's a million things to do, but in their mind, they should they should keep bringing happiness to the rest of us. I'm very thankful for that. I couldn't have said it better myself. One thing I was noticing in the last couple of months or so, I get onto YouTube from time to time, and you know me and the Oak Ridge Boys, of course. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they had they had a couple of scenes where they brought out Roy. Yeah. To help him sing just a little talk with Jesus. Was he a part of their tour for a while, or? Um, well, I knew Roy uh, took him with him in the '70s, but did they do a little flip flop here? What happened? Um, I don't know. Uh, anything's possible, or maybe their paths just crossed on the road. You know, um, it's it's hard to say. They're all friends. Um, they've all other since like the beginning of time. Um, it, it 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 never surprises me. When I mean I'm, I mean love it, but it, I'm not surprised that they 
problem years, and I think they had fun um, having fun together. Um, if if that happens, um, I don't don't know that they uh, that Roy went on the road with them, but um, I suspect their paths have crossed and they've known each other forever. And they're like, yeah, come on down, let's you know, let's do a song, let's do something, and that makes sense to me. I found myself dating back to 1977 a little bit when the Oaks still had Y'all Come Back Saloon and they were on Hee Haw. They sang Just a Little Talk with Roy Clark. Talk about memories, mm-hmm. my friends. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, it, it makes me smile to think of all of those guys on one stage um, uh, singing and uh, they're the genius of who they are. Um, it it makes me smile. It makes me happy. I hope it made them as happy as it made all of us. They really, all five of them, that's why I talked about them so much on Wednesday. They left an impact on me personally, and I can say that especially with Roy. And it's And it totally blew my mind after hearing about what happened on Thursday. But at the same time, you're, I found myself smiling, as I told you before we went on the air, because I know he's back with Roy, and he's meeting a lot of other folks in heaven in the process, too. Yeah, quite um, a band up there you, now. Oh, no question about that. Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell, need I yep. name any more names? Exactly. The Million Dollar Band, I forgot those guys. Yep. But there was one thing that really stands out in my mind the most about Roy. And as I mentioned to you a moment ago, Lonnie, he was very, very genuine. I used to own a cassette tape that had mm-hmm. him kind of say, some, say something at the end. Would you agree with words like this? He said, the first chance you get, do something nice to someone. It doesn't take all that much. You could smile, say good day, hold the door open, and don't wait around for a thank you because you don't need it. And he basically said, that's for love. It's still the best. I really believe, and I think you might believe this as well, he did his music as long as he did out of love. Would you agree with that? Question. Absolutely yes. no question. And, and he, that's, what they, that's what he leaves. And that is amazing. That's, that's what he leaves for our business and the music and this legend of who he was and how fortunate are we to have that he oh my gosh he has really we're going to miss him but I will say this Lonnie he left a very very lasting impression on a lot of us would you agree with that there is no doubt in my mind uh, there I, I I, and I think Roy kind of got it as to, you know, uh, for me personally, I will never, ever forget, never, sitting down to dinner with Roy and Barbara Clark. I will never forget that, not ever. And I forget everything. Um, I will <laughs> never, I'll never forget that. And I think Roy understood memories like that. Um, I, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm done. You can stick a fork in me. Um, I, I forget. I don't know what I did yesterday, but I know that I will never forget 
Roy Clark inviting me to have dinner with him and his wife. Never. Well, I guess it's left to us to kind of carry the legacy on a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, um, to um, uh, to enjoy it, uh, to let it make you smile, to let it make you have good memories. Um, no qu- I know he was an awesome man, and I am so inspired by awesome people, and that's who Roy was, an amazing, awesome human being. And when I meet people like that, as I have a lot of people, um, that leaves an impression on me. I can give you two words that I can say about certain people that I've met in my life and have had and really have a lot of respect for. The two words would be class personified. Yes. And and they are. They're all of that. Um, I just like to meet good people. And when I meet good people who I, who in my personal opinion, are superstars or legends or whatever, and then they turn out to be great people, well, it, you know, it gives me hope gives me hope in our world no question about that well i'm kind of winding down to the end of this lonnie i cannot thank you enough for helping me do this this morning i really appreciate it well it's my pleasure um if uh, the one thing i do have uh, that i still retain in my head are some great memories of some great legends so um i really appreciate you uh, uh, thinking of me and uh, wanting to hear uh, more more uh, stories about some country legends and, and God bless Barbara Clark and their children as they're going through this time um, right now I, I will they will be on my mind and I say a little prayer for Barbara I'm, you know after all the memories she shared with Roy in their 61 years of marriage. Are you kidding me? Um, so you, I think you, we should keep Barbara and the family in our prayers today. Consider it done, Lonnie. We will do just that. You are a dear for doing this. I thank you very, very much. We will talk again. Thanks, Terry. Thank you, Lonnie. You have a good day. Bye for now. Lonnie Novak, everybody, thank thank you very, very much for helping do this. Roy Clark meant a lot. This is all for love. Love is no good until you pass it on. Look ahead a little bit. We're going to do our Thanksgiving show once again this coming Wednesday. And we're going to get ready for the chance to count our many blessings and name them one by one in our hearts. Roy Clark, you were a blessing. And as I read you said, music is a lot like love. It's no good unless you pass it on. I'm going to play a song to kind of end this edition of New Directions. It had two titles. One was Laura's Theme, the other Somewhere My Love.
Eternal God, our Father, we pray today for Barbara and their children. Not an easy time for them, but we do ask God for your comfort over them. And we, we pray thankfulness, in thankfulness also, for the difference that Roy Clark made in a lot of people's, in a lot, in a lot of people's lives. Be with him, be with the Clark family today, and be with us. In your son's name we pray. Amen. And with that, we wind, wind things up for this edition of New Directions, Remembering Roy Clark. Thank you once again to Lonnie Novak for helping me do this today. I really appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Wednesday, once again, will be our Thanksgiving show. We will see you on the radio. We will see you on the radio Wednesday. Until then, so long, everybody. When I met Roy in 1991, it capped off what would what was a very, very magical evening in Branson. I had listened to the man play guitar, play fiddle, and overall make me smile. I had bought, as I got into his theater, I had found my way actually to a souvenir stand right after you get through the door. The salesman that was there that night was sh- was selling, among other things, guitar picks autographed by Roy. And he tells me that if I were to buy these, I would play guitar like Roy Clark. If I bought one of them, they, they were 50 cents a piece at the time. Now remember, folks, it was 1991. He said they were 50 cents a piece. And if I bought one, I would play like Roy. I said, give me two. And I think that Roy influenced my guitar playing, if for no other reason than the faces that he made when he played. I would play a song, for instance, like Turn Your Radio On. And... I'd make the faces without even realizing it. He loved having fun when he played. And he had a lot of fun playing any kind of musical instrument that he played. Lonnie and I talked about a bunch of them. He played guitar, he played fiddle, he played banjo, he played mandolin, he played... He could get by, as I said there, on five others. To kind of summarize this show... I would say the following. In a brochure that I had and have since unfortunately worn out, I remembered something that Roy said about music. He said, music is a lot like love. It's no good unless you pass it on. Roy passed it on. And I hope as a person who was influenced by the Roy Clark McNote Guitar Songbook, I could do that in some form or other. I'm not Roy, obviously, but in my view, I learned from the best. The number two show, rather, on my countdown is going to be next. And 
I shared some personal thoughts on this show that I originally aired on Block Talk Radio on the 27th of June. And that's the one I'm going to be talking about in its entirety the next time we get together. See you on the radio then. Until then, so long, everybody.